welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And we are so excited today to be giving you a bonus interview. We are talking with Christine Weatherup, who is the writer, director, and actor in See You Next Christmas. This is a new feature film that is going to be released today as of the airing of this uh, this interview. It'll be on November 9th. And uh, we're so excited to get a chance to talk with Christine. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah. Love your background. <laughs> yes. I, <laughs> hey, I'm in the spirit year round yeah. and it's great to have an excuse to be. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, we, of course, the Hallmarkies podcast celebrate Christmas. Kindred spirits long. over here. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I joke well, that I wrote a movie set at Christmas just so I could have Christmas year round. And it was nice. I could unapologetically listen to Christmas music all year round just as inspiration, you know. <laughs> well, I, I you think you will find uh, many kindred spirits here uh, in our audience. <laughs> so why don't you introduce yourself to our audience since this is the first time we've had you on. Tell us a little bit about how you kind of got started in, in the industry. Yeah, I, you know, I always was interested in film ever since I can remember. And as a kid, you know, I, I grew up in L.A., although none of my family was in the entertainment industry. But I remember watching movies and being like, I want to do that. I want to be a part of that. And so I started acting because that was also the most visible thing I could see, especially seeing women in film. You know, it was always actors, especially at that time. You didn't see female directors as much. And so I always envisioned that. And then, uh, so I started acting as a teenager and then very slowly I was like, I'd like to be on both sides of the camera. That seems pretty fun. <laughs> and so uh, I went to film school and then ever since then I've, I've done uh, acting both, uh, you know, acting on camera and then I've also been directing and writing. And so mm -hmm. uh, you could see me, some of the, the recent fun things I've been a part of, Watchmen. I had a fun uh, a role on one on episode four of Watchmen. Uh, Westworld. I've been on greatest Grey's Anatomy, things like that. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah. Uh, so were you always a big kind of Christmas person and uh, always into Christmas movies? Do you watch Hallmark <laughs> movies? Those kinds yeah. of things. You know, it's funny with, I, I've always been a big fan of Christmas. Definitely my favorite mm -hmm. holiday. I'm a little yeah. biased. <laughs> I've had, I myself have an annual holiday party. Maybe not oh, surprising I was ask you about if that. you've seen the movie. Um, <laughs> and just, yeah, I, I feel like the 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 Christmas spirit there's something just so special about that time of year and and reflection that's always been something that I've connected to and I think in terms of movies I love holiday movies and I love actually a broad range of it I wouldn't say that you know I love you know a Hallmark movie but I also I I'm one of those people who could say that Die Hard is a Christmas movie oh, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. I love seeing different genres that then have Christmas as an element to it you know Mm -hmm. Any excuse um, to watch so. a Christmas movie, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, especially when you watch as many Christmas rom-coms as I do, it's nice every once in a while to watch a Gremlins, to watch a, you know, something that's different. And so kinda, unexpected yeah, that yeah. still is like, still gives you that cozy feeling, but also yeah. then you're like, oh, and I'm scared or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I loved uh, Anna and the Apocalypse from, uh, I think 2018, I think 2019. I don't know if you guys got to see that. I don't but, think uh, I've seen it. It's, it's so good. It's zombie Christmas musical Ooh, okay. yeah musical too i'm a fan of musicals i'm not a singer <laughs> myself but i enjoy watching other people sing oh yeah you'll love it yeah i know it's like check 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 yeah <laughs> i thought it was really good i really enjoyed it and i mean i get 
so many as a film critic i get so many emails about you know projects people trying to get me to watch trying to review i feel terrible half the time because i'm like i i just wish Mm -hmm. i had more time and i could support more films i do as many as i can especially during christmas um and uh and so i i got the email about see you next christmas and i i was kind of like oh <laughs> not okay. another one no. uh, yeah <laughs> i feel but, so honored we made it yeah <laughs> i know but i decided to give it a shot and uh i really enjoyed it i thought it was funny i thought it was romantic i thought it was sweet i really liked the casting uh it's obviously you know a small budget film but i thought you did a lot with what you had and uh and so i I, that I, I said, you know, I want to talk to, I'd love to do an interview because I genuinely enjoyed the film. So, uh, so Thank you. congratulations. Thank you. I mean, you, you really hit the nail on the head. It, it's a passion project and so mm-hmm. homespun and from the heart. I mean, a fun fact. Um, well, so a little bit about the movie. It's yeah. set at an annual Christmas party over the course of six years. And you get to see this group of friends grow over the course of six years. And of course, there's a couple who keeps meeting every year at the party and you wonder, will they or won't they? <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I mentioned how I had my own, I have my own annual Christmas party. And so that was the inspiration in the Colonel. And the first half of the movie is set in the couple who throws the party, their apartment. And fun fact, speaking to the homespun nature, that's my apartment. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And making a movie in a one bedroom apartment is an adventure. I'll say that we would put our bed on its side so that we could sneak crew members into our bedroom. It was crazy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. How did you get this all uh, off the ground. I mean, you, so you, did you write the, the script first yeah. and then you were, then you had, you know, coordinating the filming, the acting, how did you do it all? Well, you know, I think, you know, it's a long journey, independent filmmaking. And I had another project that I had previously been really pushing forward on, but it, you know, the, the budgetary, you know, raising money that it just takes so much time. And I'd been waiting and gotten so close to making that movie, but then, you know, the money would disappear or we'd be waiting to hear from a producer, blah, blah, blah. And so with this one, part of, part of the impetus is I wanted to make a movie that I knew I could pull off, keep the budget small, use the resources I have as an actor, you know, knowing plenty of actors and being able to bring actors in, you know, is, is, one of the strengths that I knew I could bring to the table as well as my apartment, the location. (laughs) Um, And, and we had tons of Christmas decorations. So I had a a plethora of things to use. Um, And so knowing that we started building how small we could make it, how we could shoot it. We shot it in 16 days. Um, And so you kind of slowly put together those pieces. And so it took about a year of planning and sort of workshopping the script before we shot. And then we shot in January and February of 2020, weeks before the country shot, shut down. Oh so I mean, it's gosh. so lucky in that, you know, I don't know how we would have shot this movie on the budget with COVID and all of that. And people into, you know, getting together in a room would have been a challenge. Yeah. Oh, I was going to ask you about that. That's that's very lucky then. Wow. Oh my gosh. Pure <laughs> luck. Like literally, I mean, and then we did post all, you know, from our separate, like our editor, yeah. I have hadn't been in the same room with him since, you know, we, he was at the rap party and then we did everything on zoom, which is very unusual. And also yeah. 
I mean, it's a testament to his great work, Andy Young. He, you know, uh, he was so wonderful to work with and to do it over Zoom and make it work was just incredible. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's great. Yeah. I think more and more people are, are having that experience of, you know, it's like, they've got to, you got to make it work. You got to figure it out one way or another, but uh, yeah. Yeah. So fortunate we had it in the can because I think it would have been really challenging to yeah. shoot more of the movie or if we had shot half of it and then locked down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just feel very lucky with our timing. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> uh, so uh, the so you started you had this idea because of your Christmas party. Yeah. And there's this thing in the movie called Clark Miss. Yes. So my party, party was called Chrissy Miss. Oh, <laughs> so, really? <laughs> so I was like, I can't really do Chrissy Miss. Let's let's pick another. And so I was like, Clark, you know, that could be somebody's That's last cute. name. And so Clark Miss came out of that. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I think that there's certain nostalgia, speaking of COVID, to to the movie because we haven't been able to gather like we want, you know, for two years practically. Um, where, I mean, we're just kind of starting, uh, just this last kind of summer, I think starting to kind of do that again, uh, with the vaccination and, uh, and so seeing all of these parties play out year after year, I think right? there's something almost nostalgic about it. It is funny how it has that. And I think there's something, uh, you know, so last night we had a, uh, our first cast and crew screening. So people who I hadn't seen since COVID, mm-hmm. we finally were able to get together and watch the film, um, and it was so special. I, it just remind. I mean, watching a film with people is special and you're reminded of that. But just, you know, the movie is so much about connection and about friendship and about community and getting people together. And so, I mean, we had no idea what we were in store for <laughs> after we wrapped that we would have a year where with such isolation. And so to, to get to celebrate that, you know, and I think the timing of when it's being released, it, it is hopeful you know i think yeah. we're we're starting to find that return and that these kinds of parties are going to return um but it is kind of weird when you think about it when we were editing it was very surreal to think how i'm on zoom with the editor nobody's in person where you know our our sound designer we're zooming in it's just yeah a strange thing for a movie about togetherness <laughs> yeah and one thing i appreciated about this movie is a lot of times people when they're trying to make something that's not a hallmark type rom-com type movie it's like they go to the other extreme and make it super raunchy super and not that this is like a g-rated movie i'm not saying that but it wasn't it didn't go to that other extreme which i appreciated like it was it it was it was still sweet in a lot of ways and it's still uh you know like i I think it gets i can show this to my mom i feel Mm -hmm. like it's not too it's not too bad yeah, it's not too way. racy. Like it's a, a, yeah. a just a click racier than a Hallmark movie. Yeah, yeah. But you know, not yeah, not that sort of raunchy, crazy kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode, and that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies Podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, 
Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. So some of these parties that they have, uh, the shenanigans are quite, <laughs> quite funny. Uh, starts out with a fire at one of the yes. parties and then the beer tub made me laugh oh good oh really good because uh, <laughs> it seems like on the surface oh great idea <laughs> unless you're in a one-bedroom apartment yeah that's what or, i was just yeah. gonna say if, if you unless you have don't have any other bathrooms then it creates a problem uh that was funny <laughs> uh, did you have you had any shenanigans at your parties that uh that kind of inspired you or how did you Nothing come up with these ideas that match that what's funny is you know i had i had outlined the script and started the script and there was a fire and i put it not at one of our parties but in the script i'd written this fire because i was like i need something high stakes to happen and the fire actually originally was supposed to be like a, a like a, a christmas light got too hot and set a curtain on fire which <laughs> that would have been a harder thing to pull off so i'm glad i didn't go in that direction ultimately but what's <laughs> funny is after i had written that then flash forward to a Christmas party I attended later um, that year. And a friend of mine had a smoke issue for her Christmas party at, and everyone had to leave. And, and, you know, it's funny. I have to talk to her before this podcast because <laughs> she doesn't she hasn't seen the movie yet. And she's going to go, you wrote that because of me. But I swear <laughs> it was in the script originally, but I changed it to kind of I was like, oh, hers is a much more realistic because it was something where, you know, under her oven, there were um you know, like there was a drawer under her oven that got too oh, hot yeah. and that's where the smoke and they couldn't figure out where it was coming from. <laughs> so I'm glad I could turn it into some shenanigans for on screen. Yeah. Well, a lot of times those kind of small apartments have really old stoves and ranges and, and ovens and things. And hers and, is definitely one of those beautiful, like kind of 1940s, 1950s yeah, 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 yeah. built in. Yeah. <laughs> And then they don't use them that a lot of, a lot of times people in those kind of apartments don't cook that much. And, uh, so you wouldn't know until you're heating up the hot apps. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> why are you, why were you making hot apps? I thought it was a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> <that's funny. laughs> and, uh, yeah. And I, I liked Tom and Annie's relationship. The Annie's your character. Yeah. Um, because yeah, I don't know. I feel like you don't, always see sort of functional married couples uh but like they had their conflict and they weren't perfect or anything but they were were really good together and i just i i thought they were a fun uh, couple especially when you when you when you get uh the whole pregnancy thing uh-huh <laughs> he's trying his hard and you just like leave me alone <laughs> i thought that was that was funny well, and I think, you know, I I set out to make, you know, this ensemble romantic comedy where it is about a group of friends. But mm -hmm. I think, you know, the first question when I wrote the script was, you know, are, do soulmates exist? You know, kind of as a, sort of the central question, because you see these other characters, Natalie and Logan, who keep meet, meeting at the party. They kind of mm -hmm. hate each other, but they're also weirdly attracted to each other and they both need to grow and be ready for a relationship. But I think you can only appreciate their growth when you see it sort of compared to this other sort of seemingly perfect couple who found their soulmate very young and but also see how their relationship is challenged over the course of it. And so to kind of have mm -hmm. those, 
sort of a friend of mine was like, oh, it's a forehander, really, because you have those two couples yeah. throughout. You know, I think it makes the film work to have that mm-hmm. comparison. Yeah. And a lot of times people are like, how could you get married so young? Kind of a thing. Like my sister got married pretty young. And it's like, it, all that matters is that you are willing to grow with your spouse and grow and grow together. If you hundred percent. Yeah. And, and then it it can be a great experience, but if, you know, if you aren't willing to do that, then obviously that's going to be a problem. Uh, But I think you see that with Annie and Tom's relationship that they are kind of willing to grow and, and things aren't perfect, but they're, they're, they are, they have a very fulfilling, I think, relationship. And, yeah. and I think that was, that was fun to see. And that's also a testament to Vin Vesio who plays, mm-hmm. who plays Tom. He brings yeah. such a, a fun <laughs> warmth to, to that character. And mm-hmm. it's funny because my husband and I throw these parties. So everyone who knows me is going to be like, this is autobiographical. That's supposed <laughs> to be Matt. <laughs> and my husband also, I should say, produced the film with Beatrice. Oh Jr. yeah. <laughs> um, and so, uh, but I think it was really interesting casting that role because I couldn't cast my husband, not because, mm-hmm. I mean, he's not an actor, but also, you know, you have to be open to what actors are going to bring in their own unique essence. So finding somebody right. who brought something, you know, that was unique, that also worked for the character. And also as a person being able to divorce myself, I shouldn't use the word divorce when I'm talking about my husband. <laughs> But divorce myself from that decision of, you know, trying to find somebody to play my husband, but find this, this Tom character and somebody who, who fit the Tom and Annie mold rather than, you know, Christine and Matt. Right. Right. Yeah. So Christine and I mean, um, sorry, uh, what's it? Natalie, sorry, Natalie Logan and Natalie. And, yeah. Yeah. Logan and Natalie. Um, it's Elizabeth guest and AJ Meyer. And I thought they had really good chemistry and were really good together. Uh, and so how was that casting them, the two of them? It was super fun. You know, I, of, it's funny because I, as an actor, I know a ton of actors and I had a ton of friends who came in who were incredible, but maybe didn't fit roles that were in the film. And the only actor I knew beforehand close was Elizabeth Guest. I had worked with her and she had, I had done a table read of the script early on and had brought her in. Cause I was like, she's kind of Natalie, but I, you never know until you kind of want to, you know, she, and she was so generous with her time workshopping the material and just such a wonderful fit for it. Um, but that being said, I wanted to audition and bring people in and do chemistry reads. And so we uh, did a pretty long audition process at the end of 2019. And that culminated in getting, four Logans and four Natalie's and then just kind of swapping them in and out of the room to see how they interacted and what kind of energy they brought to it. And yeah, I think their relationship is just so beautiful in the film, you know, because both those characters have a lot of growth to do. (laughs) And what I mean is they have their challenges early on. There are things that make them, you know, difficult and unlikable, kind of like the best romantic comedies though, to me, you know, you, you want to see like when Harry met Sally is one of my favorite, which I would also call a Christmas film because you do Mm -hmm. have some Christmas scenes in it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But you know, they just aren't ready for where they can end up and they, they have to do a lot of personal growth. And so finding, you know, the challenge was finding actors who could make these sometimes unlikable characters likable, who would connect with one another and have that chemistry and who you just would, you know, fall in love with as you watch the movie. 
yeah. which I hope people I think, do. I, think <laughs> I know did. I, I enjoyed Aww. both of them very much. And I, <laughs> I really liked the ending. I thought it, it was very good when she's like, I mean, I don't want to give too much away, but like, sit down. I have props. Yep. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> I'm always curious. I ask, and probably my whole cast and crew is annoyed when I ask this, but I say, what is your favorite year of the movie? Because every person, when they watch it, they connect to a different year. And sometimes when they watch it a second time, I'll ask and it'll change. And so mm-hmm. I'm always fascinated. Do you, did you have a favorite year? Hmm. Mm. They were all pretty not good. to put you on the spot. I mean, the ending was probably my favorite. I don't oh, know if that counts good. as a year, but I, I love the ending. That. <laughs> I will but, really count that. Yeah. 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 The ending was was my favorite. But um, but I I I also liked the the pregnancy year. I thought that was really funny. Mm. Um and felt pretty authentic to me. Yeah. Um, and and you can definitely also just relate to as somebody I'm single. And I'm 40 and I could definitely relate to the, like the experience of kind of like not losing your friends, but like them, you just kind of, you don't have similar schedules anymore over time. So yeah, busy with the baby and with their children. And it's just so tough. I, I was thinking about that the other day that like, that's something I did not appreciate in my twenties is that like in your twenties, it's so much easier to just like get together on a Friday night or like hang out or have a party or something like, and to do anything like that now is so much work. There are just so so many schedules and yeah, you don't realize it until it kind of the the domino effect of it starting to happen. Like one friend in the group has a child and it becomes a little hard, but you're like, oh, well we we can work it out. And then (laughs) one more and more and schedules and lives even getting together with my family is challenging, like trying yeah. to, you know, coordinate everybody and find a night when we're all free. And like, it's, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. Which is part of like the annual Christmas party for me in my mm-hmm. own life. It, you know, I think there's a line in the film where my character says it's the only time we get to see all our friends together in one place. And it's true. You know, I have friends who I see once a year, they always come to the party, but yeah. then, you know, best of intentions at that party, we say, we should get together maybe, you know, early January, I'm getting back from my family and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then next thing you know, it's December and <laughs> we're there again. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I also, I liked the, um, the girl who's making the, the, uh, uh, the it was yes. very funny in just yes, like a few Nina. little scenes. She was good. <laughs> Nalini Sharma, that, that runner is really funny. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah like are you worthy of my cookies because she makes like if people are haven't seen the movie she makes like really good cookies and so she brings them to the party and she's like I'm not I'm not uh, throwing the pearls before swine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she doesn't want to share them which I understand it's somebody like yeah. I love baking and holiday baking but you know you spend so much effort and then it just gets hoovered up by the first person who walks in and you're like wait you didn't even taste that <laughs> yeah do you, so do you have a favorite, a favorite year, a favorite year? Yeah. You know, I think it fluctuates. I, I, I do love that, that last scene because it is an intentionally. So the most like rom-commy scene, that's kind of the more mm-hmm. classical, yeah. um, but 
you know, each, every time I watch it, I think I connect to a different thing or appreciate a different thing because they do represent different times in your life. And like that first year is the most sort of rough around the edges. And even as we approached it from a shooting perspective, it's subtle, but you'll notice in the film, the first year it's all handheld. The light is, you know, because they have kind of like red lights in the room and, you know, like it's, you know, kind of supposed to be that post-college party where you're like making that transition. You're an adult, you're throwing a party, but it's also like red solo cups and jello shots. Right. And then as the movie progresses, by by the time they move into a house and leave the apartment, then the camera is not handheld anymore. And so it, you, you kind of feel the film maturing as mm-hmm. the characters mature. And so depending if I'm in an immature mood or a mature one, I might connect with different years. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Have you got a Hallmarky, Hardy, Postable, or Sleuther in your life? Are you looking for the perfect gift for your loved one? Look no further than the Hallmarkies Podcast merch store. We have designs from artists like Jessica Miller and Carrie at Hallmark Comics. We At the store, you can declare your team, like hashtag Team Lucas or hashtag Team Nathan. And you can also have your hashtag shirts with hashtag postables, hashtag hardies, hashtag goodies. We've got the Love Me Like series where you can get designs such as Love Me Like Nick Loves Aurora. And there's also great stories beyond Hallmark like Anne and Gilbert from Anna Green Gables. And it's not just shirts, but notebooks, mugs, pillows, and cell phone cases. Your support of the merch store helps keep the podcast going, and we are so appreciative. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com stores slash Hallmarkies or follow the link in the description. That's tpublic.com stores slash Hallmarkies. <laughs> Was that hard, kind of wearing some different hats? Like if you, you're, you're in a shot, you're also directing the shot, you're, you know, you're coordinating everything, then, you know, watching it takes a lot of planning ahead of time. I think I lived with the movie for that year. We were prepping it and figuring out how to make it. And so I think that time gave me a lot of insight and, and helped me sort of chart the course, but I also, and this wasn't by design, but I think maybe subconsciously it was by playing the role of Annie, who is the host of the party. She's sort of the mother hen. And in a way, being a director, you're also a mother hen, you know, and you're kind of the one guiding. And so it was very interesting on set. I felt like the crew and the the actors kind of would defer to me in that same way. And so I think there was a synchronicity between the character and and the role I was playing on set. And so Mm -hmm. it never felt unmanageable which is also definitely a testament to my my production team you know my producers Mm -hmm. were incredible with such a small budget so few days and yet you know I never felt overwhelmed and doing three things (laughs) yeah when when they go shopping together so they're in that car for the one year uh, was that challenging to shoot that? <laughs> yes, it was. That was yeah. <laughs> actually the last scene we shot of the movie. Okay. Uh, and generally we shot chronologically, which was such a gift, both in terms of production design. So, you know, we would keep the uh, location as that year and then like we'd get to change it for the next year. But for scheduling reasons, I can't write in because it was in a car. It was outside. We put it at the end and you wouldn't know this, but I'm in the back seat under a black blanket so I could be in there with the actor. <laughs> while while they were doing the scene so I'm like hiding in the back seat while they're driving and it was practically done you know driving around LA but with you know another car kind of a lead car that the actors would follow but then you you have to mount a camera and at the time 
we were shooting on a holiday. I think it was Martin Luther King Day or President's Day. And the rental house or where we had rented it was closed. And we, at first the mount was was missing a piece. And so we had to figure out a way to remount that camera. (laughs) So yes, it was a little hard to shoot that, but it's one of my favorite scenes in the movie actually. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also, I mean, I, I I don't want to give away too much, but I also kind of loved that he saved her number. Like, cause Uh. she's so mad at him about that. And she doesn't know kind of what's going on in his life and what happened and everything. And then when he pulls out her number, uh, so it's cute. such a such a redemption too. Because yeah, I mean, he, yeah. his character in so many ways is the most challenging in that his growth, and this is true of all of them, the growth often happens off screen because years pass, you're only mm-hmm. at the Christmas party. But his growth really is all off screen. And you know, that that year four is a tough year for him. And he says some things that are pretty awful yeah. and behaves pretty awfully. Um, but then the redemption, when we see him again, you know, you're like, oh, I know why you behave that way. And look, <laughs> you understand and you've thought through it and like, you're, you're good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's got the, he's got it there uh, right in his wallet. So cute. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think the people will really enjoy it. If they give it a shot, it was, it's romantic. It's funny. Uh, I think that you'll be able to relate to the the characters that you have friends who, because sometimes in these party movies too, they can be like way over the top, right. and, you know, where it's like, nobody has parties like this and nobody <laughs> yeah, ragers every, like yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. I hope I, that's my hope. You know, I think, I think the ensemble cast is so wonderful and I'm so mm-hmm. grateful for all the actors who, who lent their talents to it. And I think they really do feel like genuine people, you know, and I think because of also the the sort of the nature of the film and the growth, you know, different people connect to different parts of the film, depending on where they are in their life, uh-huh. you know, and even somebody who, who had seen a, a screening, you know, months ago, watched it recently at this cast and crew screening and said, yeah, you know, this time Annie and Tom really spoke to me because I'm having those conversations with my girlfriend, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. I, I, that tickled me so much, you know, to think that, that they could relate in that way and hadn't previously, you know? Yeah. The, the green dress that you wear throughout, was that one that you owned or how'd you find that? <laughs> uh, it's a mod cloth dress actually. Oh, and okay. right before, right before filming, I ordered a few different holiday dresses from mod cloth. And luckily we shot right after Christmas of 2019, we shot in that January. So they had like great sales on all their dresses. So I, I got a few different ones and then kind of decided it was between that. And there's this beautiful, like red plaid, you know, fit and flare dress that I liked, but I feel like that green one just, oh, it had the, the maturing you, you could wear yeah. it for both ages, you know? Yeah. And you don't often see, I feel like the green dress or mm. more times the red dress. So I felt like, and especially with your hair color, it really, I thought worked well. Oh, thank you. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That was fun. Uh, well, very cool. Congratulations. Uh, we like to end our interviews with some fun, silly questions. So (laughs) yes, this is the Christmas edition since it's a Christmas movie. Uh, (laughs) All right. I love Christmas. So I'm ready. (laughs) All right. Good. First question. What is your favorite holiday drink? Ooh, um, favorite holiday drink. Gosh, 
There, I'm trying to think. Like well, eggnog, I, I hot love, cocoa, cider. Yeah, well, I was trying to get into like fancy cocktails because there's a place in LA <laughs> that did really fancy cocktails that I was that blew my mind. Uh, but <laughs> I think eggnog is the classic. I do the Martha Stewart recipe, which is uh-huh. a lot of booze. It's like yeah. three or four different types and cups. And you're just like, uh-oh, <laughs> I hope. But this is for the party. So there are a lot yeah. of people drinking it, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, And I only have it once a year. So that's mm-hmm. like, it's so Christmas yeah. to me because I just do it at my party. So yeah, Martha Stewart's eggnog. <laughs> you talking about those crazy cocktails. It makes me think of, there's this one uh, Hallmark movie called The Mistletoe Inn, which is a pretty good movie. <laughs> and uh, they have these, <laughs> crazy cocktails and the one that made me laugh the most was there was one called the tiny tim oh. like, why on earth would you name, <laughs> name your <it>. cocktail after <laughs> i hope it's in a shot class i hope it's a very <laughs> tiny cocktail <laughs> why would you name your your cocktail after the child protagonist of like classic <laughs> that was so funny to me yeah i know there was this bar in that did a hans gruber for die hard the the villain and die hard and that was also quite funny <laughs> at least that's an adult <laughs> That's true. Tiny That's true. Tim. Tiny Tim is not drinking cocktails. I hope. <laughs> I hope not. That was so funny. Anyway, what is your favorite holiday cookie or treat? Hmm. Maybe. Well, I do. I make uh, chocolate truffles, which in, in one of the years of the movie, that's sort of oh, yeah. one of the title cards where you see the truffle that it, it's funny because with produ- the production design team, I was like, that's they they created the truffles. Obviously, I didn't have time with all the hats I was wearing to make the truffles. And I was like, that's not how mine looked. <laughs> but I was open to their interpretation. But I love I love making chocolate truffles. Oh, yum. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, okay. What is your favorite Christmas song or carol? Well, I love this. So this movie's title was originally What Are You Doing New Year's? Um, mm-hmm. And I love that song. It's just so romantic and so beautiful. I, I know that song. Oh, what my goodness. What Year's? are you doing New Year's? There's, there are a million different versions of it. I think Billy Holiday maybe has a great one. Frank Lesser, uh-huh. who who wrote um, Guys and Dolls, the musical, uh-huh. uh, he wrote that song. I think he maybe also wrote uh, Baby, It's Cold Outside. But uh-huh. check out, there's also the Harry Connick Jr. version of <laughs> What Are You Doing New Year's is uh, also quite nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. That's very good. But, okay. What is your favorite classic Christmas movie? You already mentioned Die classic. Hard. Classic. So. Mm, well, I, I question of whether that's got a funny choice, but I'll say the Muppet Christmas Carol is yeah. one that I watch every year. It's just a tradition. My sister and I yeah. will on Christmas Eve, watch it. Christmas it just Eve, brings yeah. a smile to my face. It's so good. I love it too. Uh, such good. Uh, Michael Caine is so good with the Muppets. Oh. He treats them just like regular actors. And so it really works. And, and, uh, well, and it's funny and heartfelt mm-hmm. and, you know, mm-hmm. it is it just it checks all the boxes mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i, I well, we also watch it on christmas eve because you know, oh do uh, you yeah 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 the whole song after all there's only one more sleep till, till christmas, christmas. <laughs> <laughs> very good i knew okay. we were kindred spirits <laughs> <laughs> that's right okay which do you prefer scrooge versus the grinch hmm I might go Scrooge, but that's maybe the Muppet Christmas Carol speaking that I have more affinity. (laughs) Okay. Clear lights or colored? Oh, colored. Hands down. Okay. Would you rather be in a snowball fight or build a snowman? Ooh. um, I think build a snowman. That seems safer. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good. 
Would you consider yourself a good gift wrapper or not? Uh, I aspire to be a good one, but when push comes to shove and uh, you know, it's sometimes time is not on my side and I get lazy. <laughs> I have a friend who every year their family does a worst gift wrapping contest. So like the person who wraps it the worst gets a prize. So they really aggressively try to make it, you know, <laughs> duct tape and, you know, just horrible, <laughs> which I think like, is kind of freeing. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. All right. Last question. What is your ugliest Christmas sweater? I mean, you're there in California, so maybe you don't yeah. have any. You know, I, I would like to get an ugly Christmas sweater collection. <laughs> it, when you're a native Californian, you're like, yeah. oh, it's 65 degrees. It's chilly. Like I'm wearing a sweater today. And I, <laughs> I felt like I had permission because it's in the 60s today. And I'm like, it is a little nippy outside. But I definitely, yeah, yeah I want to. One, one of the characters almost wore this sweater in the movie, Cliff, uh, played by Dave Child, who's very funny and kind of like the funny neighbor. Um, he, oh, yeah. He had a sweater that Target sold last year that was like a llama where you could put your beer in the llama's like shirt or something like you could keep a beer in the sweatshirt sweater. So that was like a, a great ugly sweater I, I was admiring. Yeah, that would have been funny for the for the beer uh, tub. Oh, it would have been. Year. Yeah, he's like, I don't need to get a beer. I brought my own. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been funny. Yes. Uh, we're good. You answered all the questions. Oh, cool. I passed the test. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> so if people want to watch. Uh, the movie, I hope they do. Yes. So you if should. you're listening to this, you should. <laughs> yes. So uh, if people want to watch, uh, see you next Christmas, uh, how can they watch it? So this year it's going to be available on all digital platforms. So if you go to iTunes, Apple, you know, uh, Amazon, Roku, Google Play, Sony, all of those, uh, yeah. you will find the film. And then hopefully next year, the way indie films come out, you you have your transactional window, which is this is ours next year's subscription. So hopefully next year we'll be on a subscription service. So maybe like mm. a Hulu, a Netflix, Showtime, HBO, you know, one of those. Yeah. Uh, but this year, if you're listening, go to iTunes or any of those other places and you can you can uh see see you next christmas yeah <laughs> i think you'll really enjoy it so check it out we'll put a link our we'll put an affiliate link in the description so make sure to check that out and uh, thanks so much christine this is so much fun to get to talk with you and congratulations on the film and thank uh, you, you such a, very, a blast rachel hope you have a very very merry christmas <laughs> you as well you as well this was so such a treat to get to talk to you and to be on the show so thank you well, so make sure that you're following the podcast. If you're listening, make sure you follow the podcast at Homework is Pod and Homework is Podcast, all of our social media. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. We really appreciate that. And if you are watching on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to our channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group, which is a lot of fun, and our merch store. All the information is in the description. And you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and Unrun Tomatoes. And I will have my review up for See You Next Christmas on Round Tomatoes coming soon. So make sure you check that out. And thanks so much again, Christine. And we'll talk to you all later. Thank Merry you. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Clarkmas. Merry Clark